Hey. Hello. Hello. All right. So it's recording. Okay. So I'm going to leap right into it. Um, This is Marquetta on episode number three, technically, of podcast, even though the other two are not on my channel. Um, I have Amy joining today. She is a beautiful single mom of two lovely girls. She's a writer and she's also a Gemini. <laughs> so I, Yay, Gemini. I was telling her that I'm going to give people star signs for my guests because if they're anything like me, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, so I get it. Her spin's going to be a little lighthearted. She's not going to be, you know, so full on like Marquetta about certain things because she's going to be a little bit lighthearted. So I think considering today's topic, we're talking about monogamy. Um, and you know, is it possible or are we all white knuckling our long-term relationships? Mm. Um, so that's what we're going to discuss today. Yay. Yeah. So what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe we should, maybe we should mention the fact that we were both in long-term marriages Mm -hmm. and we are now single. Yeah. So (laughs) uh, does monogamy work? That is the deep question. <laughs> we are single today. Yeah. I can say I was monogamous 100%. Um, we don't need to go there. We don't need to ask, you know, those kind of questions. I'm not even going to ask you. If you want to volunteer, you're more than welcome. Um, yeah. But it's obviously not about our personal lives. But, yeah, we are two um, single women who were married. Um, how long were you married, Amy? Um, 13 years. Yeah. So Something like that. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Is it terrible? <laughs> It's terrible that I can't even remember. It hasn't even been that long. Yeah, almost 13 years. Yeah, yeah I think we were about the same. I, yeah. I, I always say 14 and I might be lying. Um, but then, you know, you're together for a couple of years. Before, so I always forget. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so what is your viewpoint? Do you think it's possible? Uh, I think it's possible. But is it uh, is it really wanted or is it desirable? I think it's a whole other question. Um, I think things are changing now for sure. You know, back when, you know, talking about our grandparents or even our parents, I mean, I mentioned to you that today is my parents' 49th wedding anniversary and happy anniversary, uh, happy anniversary mom and dad. I love and, that by the way. I love that yeah. because it's so rare. Yeah, it's so rare. So it's so so special, and I wanted to be one of those people. But no, not in this life. <laughs> you get thirteen years or fourteen years. That's, that's all you right. Get. That's right. And you're gonna have to live really long if you want to catch up. Yeah, if you want to make it, right. you gotta get married yeah. tomorrow. I probably need to start Keep with going. a date. Like that might, be somewhere <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Forty nine years. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your parents. Like, mm. I would be curious. I would want to ask. I would sit my parents down and say, 49 years, how did you do it? I feel like we need your parents to call them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I think we they're out having dinner. We need to be dinner, having but conversations yeah. with yep. those people. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I know. I wonder, would they say that they white knuckled it? I'm sure. I'm sure at times. Text I your mom right think. now. Yeah. <laughs> Text your, mom, are you white knuckling yeah. for 49 years? Is this okay for you? Has it not been okay for you? That's right. That's right. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think, gosh, I think that monogamy, and especially monogamy for that long, I, I don't see how you can't be white-knuckling it for certain times. Because, like, it's it's life. Like, living with someone in the same house for that long every single day, I mean, come on. 
there's a whole bunch of garbage going on. And um, so I don't know. I mean, I think that we just have a, our, our understanding of what relationships are and can be is just changing. And I don't think that, you know, that we necessarily, I don't know. I just think that we have other ways to meet our needs now, both within and outside of relationships. And I think that because things are changing and our, our understanding of how things are changing and even just practical things like you and I, that there's more separations and marriages going on. There's people waiting longer to get married. There's people who aren't even getting married at all. There right. is people who aren't having kids. I mean, so, so many of the traditional. Um, yeah. Like the yeah. social norms are, are yes. kind of gone. So we can't be comparing the 1950s leave it to beaver family. Right. Like it's, right. it is very different for sure. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's just way more option to, to really not be monogamous, right? I mean, with Tinder and all online dating and stuff, there's just, it's just right there. It's so simple to be able to, uh, you know, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like sample a large segment of, you know, of your community. Yeah. Yeah. Of your community. Yeah. Of your community. (laughs) yeah it's just like volunteer work you're just helping out the community that's right that's right um yep. you know what I think though like for me a lot of it is that I think it's a lot of its personality there's just some people you just know they can't do monogamy like you just look at them right it, you're you're just not a candidate you, be a candidate. <laughs> you know what I mean though? there's those types sure where it's just not in them whatever it may be they're a little bit more like lighthearted about it they're really into women or men or whatever and they're you just know it's not gonna quite last for those personalities and then I think the personalities that I feel it does work for maybe they're a little bit more old-fashioned and they're Mm. they really like routine and they like the consistency of sameness and I think if you're a personality where you like some variety that's difficult for people because like I'm a very monogamous person but I need variety in my life I get bored super easily so I gotta make sure my life is spicy in many areas or else I'm gonna lose my shit because I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and the problem with marriage and monogamy is like I want that relationship I want that one person to share my life with but if you're not at least exciting together and you don't live a very rich life where you're maybe really enjoying, you know, um, each other outside of the regular nine to five home and like cleaning Mm -hmm. and cooking and children. That's boring as hell for a lot of people and people are disconnected and then they're Their eyes start to wander and then they want that kind of, they want that adrenaline rush of, Ooh, some like that, you know, that attractive girl at work looked at me all of a sudden it's exciting because, you know, they come home to their wife or husband and, you know, the kids are screaming. There's, it's not sexy to be in a long-term marriage on average, right? So right. I think you're sometimes craving that, that kind of variety in other areas. And if you're not getting it in your marriage with your spouse, then maybe that's when you start to have more of a wandering eye and, and you're, you're looking to kind of bring some excitement into your life. Now, who doesn't like being flirted with no matter how monogamous you are? Who doesn't right, like to feel sure. attractive? You yep. know, it's like you're with somebody, you could be head over heels with your spouse, but it still feels good to have, you know, a Matthew McConaughey kind of guy give you a, a, <laughs> you know, a double take at the gym. Like, right? right? That's normal. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I, 
you know, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, what, well, what makes for a successful relationship then and that idea of, you know, that, that takes work doing all those things that you said, if you have decided that, yes, I am monogamous, monogamous 100% for the rest of my, you know, married life, there's this cup, this person, and that's it, then, yeah, then I think then you have got to be really working hard to not fall into that rut of like, this is just this roommate that I kind of tolerate, right? I mean, nobody wants that. I mean, what kind of, what kind of quality of life is that? And how many marriages are out there where people are doing that? Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of miserable married people. Sure. Let's face it. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty rare for someone to say, you know, 10 years in, my husband and I still have this amazing chemistry and, you know, whatever. I think, you know, chemistry changes, love changes, right? The high mm-hmm. that you get in the first year or two, that's, you know, that's fluid, that changes, and then becomes more of a comfortable love and your best friends. And, yeah. you know, if you respect each other, and you and you are both very honest and, and open with each other, then you're not going to betray that person's trust by going elsewhere. Um, but again, it depends on your relationship. And, and I think the kind of person you are, I know for me, my, I think, you know, I'm very old fashioned in that way. And it takes a lot for me to connect and bond with someone deeply. So when I do, it's everything, but I can't, like I said, I can't do boring. So what kept, what made it easier for me to be just head over heels for my husband all those years was the fact that you know, we lived a pretty good, interesting life. Like I love to travel. I get my rush off doing fun things and trying new things. And, you know, I'm, I'm an explorer at heart. Like I, if I can't go and explore a new country, then I'm going to explore a restaurant in town, a new Mm -hmm. one. And I'm going to try food I've never tried or a drink I've never tried, or, you know, I want to keep it interesting. Um, I'm always learning. I'm always trying to expand myself and grow in that area because I almost feel like if I don't, um, then I'd probably get bored too. And then you start looking at your spouse and thinking, maybe I'm bored with you. Right. Yeah. Maybe people aren't bored with their spouse. They're just bored in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, that's an interesting point because I think if you are looking only to your spouse to fulfill all your needs, right. And to make you happy in every way and that you're dependent on them for all your well being, then that's, I think that's going to lead to white knuckling it for sure. For sure. sure. And I mean, I think, you know, this TED talk that I was listening to today, um, her name is Rosie Wilby and she's a Brit and she was very funny and, uh, and she's a lesbian, but she does, um, she does this, you know, research on monogamy and she has this TED talk was called is monogamy dead. And, um, and she, so she talks about, um, just introducing new language or trying to kind of changing the way we think of the word monogamy and that, Um, that relationships are fluid and relationships change and as people change and that doesn't mean why do we have to have you know a breakup why do we say okay I'm a different person you're a different person this isn't working we got to break up and go our separate ways well wait a minute maybe we can just kind of change what the relationship is and how it works for a time being that still what well, like giving, us to be together yeah and be a part of each, each other lives. like a, almost like a sabbatical from loyalty well I don't know I mean it's you know it's it would be very couple specific it would be very you know I mean yeah maybe that does mean Remember, including someone that? else 
what was that movie? Yeah. Hall, what, like they got a hall pass. What was oh, yeah. Movie? I think it was called Hall Pass, wasn't it? Wasn't it called Hall Pass, right? So they're married <laughs> so. and she gave him like a week. Go and right. like sow your wild oats in one right. week. Right. Now, I do know I do know a couple. Um, e- e- obviously, I will never mention names. Yes. <laughs> I would just like to out my friends. No. Yeah. Um, I do know a couple and they do have a beautiful long-term marriage. Um, but they, from from day one said, you know, they had the idea what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So if one of them right. is going on holidays and they happen to maybe have one too many drinks and make out with the bartender, just don't tell me about it. Right. Um, yeah. They, and I, yeah. You know, I, I asked one of the, the, one of the people in that relationship, I won't, mm-hmm. again, I don't want to, <laughs> any clues, but um, you know, if they ever acted on it and they said no. And I think part mm, of it was interesting. because when they knew mm. that they could, Right. They also took the took that desire out of it. Like I could do this if I want to, but I don't have to. Right. It's because, no longer kind know, of forbidden. It's not. It's not the yeah. forbidden fruit. And um, right. You know, they do. They do have a wonderful, wonderful marriage. So, yeah. you know, there's always that. You know. Yeah. I would probably need that person to never tell me because I right. kill them. See, um, and I. I mean, there's a di- there's differences, right? I mean, I have yeah, a friend of mine. Their their um, cousin. Are, are married and they're again cousins. like they're, they're <laughs> <cousins>. <laughs> yeah that's my friend's cousin is has a happy yeah happy marriage but they are same thing it's like you know as long as you come home to me then you can kind of do what you will and it, and that goes for both of them it's not like just one of them is like I'm gonna do this yeah. and you can stay home or or you know I that yeah. kind of makes that you know, I can, I can understand that if that's your bag, like, and you're both are totally on the same page and trust each other in that, then like, Hey, great. Have at her. Do you think you could do that? Do you think you'd be, I don't think I can do that. I think, Oh gosh, how how much should I say? I don't think I could do that. I think, um, the idea of no, of bringing somebody else in included with, with, you know, someone else added to the couple where both of you are taking part that I can see much more. Uh, There's no way I could doing do that. that. I, I would, I would, I, I would probably skin them alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it's like the, not the, I know Like if I know, if I know, and I'm a part of it, that's one thing. If, yeah. if I don't know what's going to see that I'm the opposite of you. You're kind of like, if, if it does, if I don't know if what's going on, then okay. But I'm like, no. Oh, I would, but want. I'm, 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 no, I'm not. Well, yes, I know you wouldn't. So, right. Yeah. Like, I would, you, it's best if you don't tell me, and I'll probably find out anyways. Right. So sure. just don't. <laughs> right. Just don't. <laughs> if you think you have that, te- like, I will always right. 100% be okay. If I'm, I could be head over heels in love with someone, and we have a beautiful relationship, and they sat me down and said, you know what? I am. I need more. I'm like, I can't do this. We've been together for so long. I need some more variety. And it's, I'd be like, you know what? I'd be, I'd be upset, but it was, thank you for telling me and go fucking do you, do you, you know, because to me, I can respect the fact that you may grow out of our monogamous relationship and I'm Mm. not going to trap somebody, but I can't, I couldn't include someone in it because it's just not my personality. I just can't like, I'm so now I don't, I can understand how other people can, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't judge it. Like I've got friends who've done that and, um, it worked for them to a certain extent. There's obviously issues with that. There's always, a absolutely. Jealousy yeah. client rears its ugly head in that situation because they have rules. A lot of those people have rules like, okay, we can bring someone in for a kind of special treat. It's your birthday and you know, but- <laughs> coming 
Um, And, you know, it works until, you know, wow, you kissed her a little different or um, you weren't supposed to do, you know, A, B, and C. And then it, and it does their jealousy still comes out a lot of the time. And these are people who are not really jealous and who were both very interested in spicing it up and no longer being quite monogamous. Right. So it's a, yep. But then, you know, don't you think in a lot of ways it boils down to just really good communication and understanding of yourselves and each other? Like, if if you are both those kind of people where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to be okay if we're going to go do something behind my back. I'm not going to give you a hall pass, but maybe I'm okay with some variety. We, we bring it in. And right. two people are very aware of that and they do it. Or there's the, you know, like I said, my friends who, you know, have... The relationship where like, okay, if you go to Vegas and you're just there with your friends and you just, I don't want to know about it, you know, just be safe, whatever. Um, so it's, it is, I think monogamy is very much on a sliding scale, right? And it's Mm. so individual because we're all different. Yeah. Now, speaking of sliding scale, I was, there's (laughs) a journal, the journal of sex research did a study and they said 30 to 75% of men and 20 to 68%. Now there's a wide range here, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. why is the number so right. long and mm-hmm. random? Um, so 20 to 68% in of women in Western world have experienced some sort of infidelity. So that's a really large number mm-hmm. You're saying 20 to 68% of women, 30 to 75% of men have experienced infidelity in their relationships. Now they said the reason that number is so vast is yeah. because infidelity also means different things for different people. Right. That also sure. included watching porn. So some right. people feel that it's cheating if their spouse watches porn. Some right. people feel it's cheating if, or not cheating if they just kiss someone. Um, so again, right. it's a very big sliding scale. Comes back down to having a conversation. You know, what are you looking for out of this marriage or relationship? What do you see as monogamy? Yes. And I think, um, again, from this TED Talk, this Rosie Wilby, she was saying that people that she interviewed and researched, that the people who were choosing non-monogamous relationships or to go or to move from a monogamous one to a more open understanding, Mm -hmm. she said that what she actually found that underlied all those conversations was actually a desire to be more vulnerable to be more open to be more honest to tell secrets to kind of reveal more of themselves to their spouse and that in purely monogamous relationships that there's actually quite a bit of secret keeping going on and a more of a desire to be a little more closed maybe a little more guarded um, and, and yeah, and I thought that that was really, really interesting that actually the, this desire to open up the relationship actually spoke to a deeper desire to just open up, um, you know, emotionally on a bunch of levels. Right. Which I respect, um, yeah. you know, I always mm-hmm. respect that. I always say, you know, I can, I'm a big girl. I can handle a lot of stuff. Just be honest. Right. So, um, right. I think when people are willing to sit down and, and have a real kind of open conversation and, you know, that that can take it to a different level that maybe does work for them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely people are living double lives too and secret lives. There's, there's so much of that. So yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I think, um, you know, we talked a little bit about 
how today's relationships aren't, yeah, the 1950s leave it to beaver look. And I think that a big, big part of it, I mean, I, I know women like to, you know, say, oh, that's men, men just want to have sex, men cheat, blah, 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 and blame things on men. But I mean, I, I, no, it's women are just, uh, yeah. I mean, I would think that women, because, you know, women are getting married later, having kids later, or not having kids at all, they're more career focused, they are more independent, they don't feel a need to be, you know, hooking up with a man early to help provide for her. So I think that all of those social changes make, you know, that make monogamy not as attractive because you're like a busy independent woman and you have a lot of options and why do you need to be kind of settling down with one person? Why can't your relationship simply be another, you know, just another little box or another puzzle piece to your life that just fits in with amongst everything else instead of kind of the main thing of your life is your relationship or your marriage. And then there's a whole bunch of other little things, but it's actually just one of the list. Um, so I think that's interesting. And I think that that, um, I don't know. I don't know if I see that changing or not, no, not anytime soon. I I don't know. I think, I think it's probably always been in, you know, infidelity has always been there. Um, and I think it will always be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think, again, it's when I when I think about what must work to be monogamous, it's a choice. You know, there's, you know, uh, theory or studies or whatever done on the fact that um, maybe when we're not biologically wired to be monogamous, um, mm-hmm. you know, but again, if we're not wired to be monogamous, like I can use myself as an example. Um, right. Why do you know? I feel like if if we're wired to to not be monogamous, I think that desire would be far greater than the desire to have one partner that you build with. Because I'm not looking to build, you know, a village with somebody with a bunch of people. As my, you know, I want support. Right. I want friendships. But that kind of level of intimacy, I want to be part of a team. So. For me, I'm just like, I do believe it's personal. I, I feel like it's individual. It's a choice. It's your personality. It's your upbringing. It's your viewpoint. It's your religion. It's so multifaceted. I, I really don't think it's just like, yes, we're all meant to be monogamous. Yes, we're all meant to be, you know, poly. Um, you know, it's... Um, I think that, um, I don't uh, you know, you think we were talking a little bit earlier about more traditional society you know from a long long time ago traditional societies where everything really functioned within a community and you know pretty much everybody was polygamous or polyamorous or yeah non-monogamous 80 percent of early human societies were apparently poly 80 percent of early human societies so monogamy is technically a new age trend new age thing right it has yeah all the time and one that kind of, you know, I think is part of, you know, supports a capitalist. We're not going to start talking about economics, yeah. but I mean, supports in the capitalist system. For sure. And, and you know, and yeah, it made sense for people to couple up for their lives to raise two kids and have a house and have a car. And, you know, and that, that perpetuates the way society works. But if all of a sudden 
that starts to change and yeah, women don't even need, want to even have kids or want to get, you know, that they don't need that, you know, marriage unit to kind of be well and to thrive and be successful. Well then, well then why, why bother? And, you know, we were also talking about another study earlier about women actually being the ones that want the novelty that we right. want that safety and security like you were so talking about this, we would like to have that connection but we still want things to be new and exciting yeah this is this is this study is a bit of a like that this one blew my mind a little bit because it's not talked about very much and mm-hmm. it is it's it was quite interesting to me so it was the Indiana University School of Medicine who did the study and said women are worse at monogamy than men, not the other way around. And what was interesting about that, they said, because once a woman is in a monogamous relationship, she actually loses her drive, her sex drive, quicker, harder, and longer (laughs) than a man does. So they looked at it as monogamy is actually turning her off. Off, yeah it kind of blew my mind a little bit because <laughs> it's always like, Oh, the guy's got, you know, the, he's got to go like, you know, plant a seed everywhere. Right. It's biology. It's biology. He's going to go impregnate a bunch of wo- like women so he can keep his, you know, genetics going or whatever. Right. And women no. were not that that's not how we're viewed. That's not what we're being told. And then that was a very different spin on it. So I thought that's so interesting. You never, really think about it that way right right well I think that women's sexuality isn't talked about a lot no anyway right so that's almost like you know I mean it's shocking because it almost seems taboo right because we're not it's like what yeah like women women are women get bored of their husbands women get bored of their men women don't want to have sex just because because they're bored with the guy that they're with for years and years and years and years. Like, yeah. what? And she actually she actually does still have a sex drive. She for has like a sex drive. Someone else and maybe. Or, you know, that's not talked about. It is not talked about. But it's so fascinating to me. I've had this conversation with some of my male friends and guys that I've dated. Um, and I've obviously had discussions with my girlfriends. And I have heard a lot of guys say, oh, you know, my friend was saying he's married and his wife doesn't even want to, like, she doesn't even look at him, you know, right. doesn't even get, like, you know, you know, where I'm going to go with that. I don't know if I should be dropping words with DJs, but I was about to, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should go there. But anyways, men complain right. about that, that she doesn't, you know, she's not so giving and she's not interested. Right. And I said, you know what? I'm like, that's not true. She just doesn't want to do that to you. She doesn't want to do that right. to your friend. Because, right. again... I've had a lot of conversations with women and they are maybe not doing that to their partner, but they met someone on the side and they are doing that to that person. Um, So again, you know, I don't agree with that. Obviously I think, you know, if there's a problem in the relationship, talk about it. Um, But a lot of men I think are really surprised. Like when I've mentioned that to, you know, a few guys, I said, no, like she's not losing her interest in sex. She's lost her interest in you. Or she's lost, right. or just, just so you know, mm, yeah. your best friend, his wife. Yeah, she's 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 not digging him, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that's very surprising to men because, you know, I think society just accepts that men sleep around and it's not frowned upon. You know, like if you've 
been with a lot of women, it was kind of like, yeah, high five, you know, like, look at him. Right. He's such a yeah. Now, if a woman has a lot of partners, well, you know, still to this day, you know, yeah. she's viewed as slutty or sleazy or whatever. So yeah. most women are having extramarital affairs or relationships or casual sex in private, secretly. Many are not even telling their closest friends. Um, right. I'd have friends who share a lot of that stuff and I'm, you know, grateful that they feel that they can be open. And then I have friends who I know they're doing stuff and they act like they are saints because there's some shame mm. even for them. They don't want to yeah. say, oh, yeah. you know mm. what? I, um, I'm having casual sex or I stepped outside my marriage or my marriage is rocky and I just met this person and we had a fling or I, you know, I had an affair with a mar- married man. People don't want women don't want to admit that because it's, it's very right. frowned upon, but right. um, you know, well, I think, th- sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think because, you know, traditionally women have been this, the sex object, right? I mean, she's only sexual because of the, the sexual feelings that she inspires in a man. But as far as her yeah. being sexual, because yeah. she's actually, wants to have sex and has a high sex drive that's like whoa 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 we yeah. don't like we're, we're we don't get that about yeah. <laughs> we're not interested in yeah. your sexuality <laughs> right well yes like and i think yeah and i think even to, yeah exactly i think even to this day i think that yeah i don't think it's talked about enough and i think you're right i think there's lots of shame around it because if we are brought up to think you know even even subconsciously that that yeah we only exist as sexual beings for the pleasure of of serving a husband people or a partner yeah 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 then that's a whole. So then what do you do with when you're like, well, hey, actually, you know what? I have a really high sex drive or I have a higher sex drive than my husband or I Which have, you know, and, women do. and it's like, yep. yep. And it's like, well, what do I like? Is that even, is that even okay? Can I even act on that? What do I? Yeah. And it's, um, well, here's the also <laughs> other part, you and I being, you know, um, we're not 20 anymore. And yeah. say that you and I had that conversation not that long ago how almost a woman's sex drive you know, many times is laying dormant um, or her sexuality yes. is laying dormant in a marriage. And then yes. all of a sudden she's single again and she's right. discovering that sexuality and she's just like, holy crap. Like, you know, there's a right. whole other wo- woman that happens <laughs> right. in the yes. 30s and 40s when she finds herself single again. Um, and right. that, that makes you wonder again, is this something that women are suppressing in a long-term relationship? Right. That's right. If the, that's right. The sex drive literally decreases the moment we're in a monogamous relationship. Then when we're out, we're like a caged animal and watch out. (laughs) I'm carrying you. Oh gosh. You know, right. Yes. And I think that, you know, we talked about before about, yeah, this kind of, sexual reawakening or even not even a reawakening I mean maybe just an awakening awakening. um you know in like yeah in your 40s or late 30s or whatever that and how much that contributes to feelings of like confidence and self-worth and well-being and feeling healthy and like it being really a part of owning who you are like I think it it makes you feel you know, kind of more like a woman than ever and makes, and it's like part of you. Cause we're, we are, we are sexual beings. Yeah. It's part of who we are and you can't deny it. And so I think that that awakening and really owning that and really kind of 
just learning about it and taking control of it and feeling strength from that, I think is like, is, is huge. And it makes me kind of sad that there's probably a whole bunch of women that, yeah, don't get that chance. And I'm not saying, oh, everybody should just get divorced so they can yeah. have a reawakening and be healthy and whole. Yeah. But so then how do you get to that level of awareness and that kind of awakening within a monogamous marriage then? Is it possible? I don't know. I think it's and, possible, but yeah. I wonder if it's possible for people who get married very young. Um, because those of mm. us who are getting married in our early 20s, even 20s in general, um, unless you were, you know, completely firing on all levels with your partner and maybe that part of your relationship was completely 100% compatible and you were that kind of couple that grew sexually together and right. were very mm-hmm. in tune with each other because obviously, you know, that does happen. Some relationships, sure. it just gets mm-hmm. better and better. Um, it, it doesn't always get boring. You know, it can it is possible to have that beautiful, great sex life in a long-term I don't believe it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think as a result, like when you're getting married though, typically at a young age and you know, I, I, you don't know yourself in your early twenties. Oh yeah, God, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. I, the person I am today, um, is so much more and better and confident than I was in my early twenties. And I didn't even know what was important to me in that area. I know yeah, you no. have a, you have an inkling, mm-hmm. but your twenties are about kind of just, you know, figuring yourself out, discovering yourselves. Your thirties is about starting to apply it. And then your forties mm-hmm. are about, I'm now going to live it. So I, right. do I think it's possible. I think it's more possible now for me as a 41 year old woman to find a connection that's firing on all levels and have it work for the next 20 years because I know myself and right. I will I will want a relationship with a person. That's when I'm busy. Um, <laughs> who the hell's that? It's, it's it's probably just telemarketers. No one calls. <laughs> it's my parents calling. It's in. my mom saying yeah. good night. <laughs> As I'm sitting here talking about like relationships, what is that? Um, yeah. So it's one of those things that I think you know, I know what I need and what I want and communication mm-hmm. is super, super important to me. And so I need a person who's very monogamous, but at the same time, you know, sexuality is very important. That part is incredibly important to them and they want to grow and, you know, push some areas and boundaries together and continuously evolve as a couple. Now, I think if right. you have that together and you're very open and you know, you're similar in your values and your morals and you know, your sex drive and all that stuff. Do I think it's possible? Yes, I do. But I think you got to know yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that it's hard to kind of come to some of those realizations without there being some kind of shakeup. And I don't, you know, not that I'm saying, yeah, like I wish some kind of like drama or trauma on people so that they can like grow and change. But do you think um, the shakeup though for yeah. us maybe was divorce though, because it, yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely a real reevaluation of who am I, what do I want, how do I want it to look this time around? Right, absolutely. And so if you're, you know, I wonder if you're in a monogamous relationship and a long term marriage, and you know, and you do hit 
40s, which I think is a time that women are starting to kind of reevaluate things, even if they're even if there's not been any marriage breakup or anything, you're starting to kind of think more about like, am I on the right track? Like, who am I? And starting to ask these questions, then hopefully, but I don't, you know, I just don't know how often this happens, but hopefully you can speak with your partner and, and say, you know, actually I have a few areas that are, I'm kind of left wanting and maybe there, you know, if, if, if she is wanting to explore her sexuality in other ways, then I don't know. I mean, maybe that's, I would hope that you could, you would have a good enough marriage that you could broach that topic and be like, I don't know. Are there other things that we can do? Yeah, but it's a very good point. And I think that's important because obviously if you're been together for 10, 15, 20 years, and all of a sudden you're just like, you know what, that part's really bothering me. And, and if I could have a hall pass, maybe I'd take it at this point because you know, you're, it's the excitement that's that's you know it's so it's boring and it's generic for a lot of people after a while and they're still craving that spice um right you know if you're able to have that conversation and you're opening up to your spouse and saying you know this doesn't work for me now what if all of a sudden you know they're like yeah well but I'm fine with it that like puts you in a really tricky situation because it doesn't always happen where both of them are dissatisfied I know people who right another thing I know a, quite a few people um, yeah. who were in sexless marriages for a Ugh. very long time. <laughs> Gosh. Now, yeah. this person I'm not even friends with yeah. anymore, so I feel like I can kind of drop a little bit more about this. But, um, yeah. uh, you know. Oh, I bet that's very common. So, I will tell you that when I was, you know, like during my little stint of dating after my separation and I, you know, I was meeting a lot of people and, and talking a lot and asking a lot of questions, obviously, to, to figure out what it is that, you know, if I'm what I'm looking for and what I'm ready for. And so yeah. I take, I take a long time to get to know people, but I ask a lot of questions and it's interesting, you know, how many people will be very open about that part of their lives. And two of um, the guys I met kind of back to back when I f- first was online dating after, you know, I guess a couple years back were in sexless relationships and I'm talking for years. These were two mm. really uh, successful, attractive men. Um, and one of them was in a sexless marriage pretty much right after they got married. Um, yeah, she had, you know, sexual trauma and it was just all of a sudden Mm. it was like, that's when she told them, you know, after marriage. And I was like, Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? So he was, from what he says, of course, you know, who knows. Right. But I'm going to believe the story just because, you know, I have no reason to believe otherwise, but yeah, he said he never, you know, never stepped outside the marriage. He just accepted that that's what they had. But obviously it ended because he also realized he didn't want to spend the rest of his life without that aspect in a relationship. The right. other person who was in a sexist relationship, it was, I think, around six years or so that they had absolutely no sex. Um, and wow. that was sure. It eventually gets to a point where the marriage can't work, especially when the partner who is saying no doesn't want to change and yeah that is what I yeah. noticed was happening to the few people that I know that were in sexless not just marriages relationships um it becomes more of a friend-based thing and they yeah. get comfortable um yeah. but there's the weird part was like typically they didn't want to talk about it it was like it was just mm. like we're not having sex and acceptance and to, I don't right. agree with that you know I don't agree with that I'm like it's here's the reason why I think it's important to not say no to your partner 
Mm. If you want your partner to be monogamous, this is the one area they can't go and take care of that with their buddies. Like if I'm interested in ballet and my partner isn't, (laughs) I can call up Amy and we're going to go watch ballet. Now, if I'm interested in having a great session with my husband or my partner and he's not interested in me, I can't call up Amy. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Amy. well do you want yes, yes. <laughs> i'm a gemini <laughs> i'm a gemini yeah no, but i'm like you know ultimately that's yep. not somewhere i can go and take care of that unless we had that kind of relationship unless i was right. even that person so if i yep. don't want to step outside my marriage or my relationship and get my needs met elsewhere then it's up to my partner so i don't think yep. you should be saying no to your partner and then be pissed off when he's you know what taking care of it elsewhere right right obviously and so be open and honest but yes and I think that that's why monogamy you know if you're going to have an actual healthy loving fulfilling long-term monogamous marriage then it's a hell of a lot of work and that's right you better be willing to be doing like major sacrifice and, uh, yeah, like doing things that maybe you aren't too big on sometimes yeah. and yeah, putting your, putting that other person first, first. like absolutely, absolutely. Which ultimately, you know, they say that's what love is. That's what relationships are is, you know, putting right. that person first and they put you first and then both of you have needs that are met. Right. Right. In an ideal world. Yep. And how often world. does that, how often is that happening? Probably. I don't know. And I mean, maybe that's so maybe not, maybe you know, a desire to not be in a monogamous relationship then is, I mean, is that just, is it, I don't know, is it selfish or is it just like, Hey, you know what? Like I'm realistic that this one person is not going to meet all my needs without maybe being kind of unhappy or annoyed about it sometimes. Um, and so is that just a recognition of, yeah, I'm, I, I'm changing, I'm growing. I do have different needs. We don't always see eye to eye there are things that I want that she doesn't want or that he doesn't want. And so, you know what, instead of like making that other person sacrifice or suffer or whatever, it is suffering. I just, um, (laughs) I'm just going to go other people. Yeah. And I mean, especially if it's, and again, I think that if you're on the same page and there's, and, and there's, you know, and there's trust and there's boundaries and there's talk about it, I'm not saying that it's, perfect and that there can't be problems and jealousy and all these things but you know I think that it's not a stretch to think that actually you know what more is better that yeah that monogamy is not I mean maybe you're right it is personality based I mean maybe there's a small section of the population that actually like thrive and love it and think that that's amazing and one person like yeah go that's awesome but I I don't know I don't know if you want to be like I said fulfilled and you know totally happy and healthy and living out your dreams and everything I mean is I don't know if monogamy is the is the best place for that I think um someone mentioned when I comment made a post on Facebook about you know is it possible I had Mm -hmm. a few people respond their opinions and you know um who was it on here I'm gonna see if I can catch the name of somebody I probably don't even need to drop the name but somebody said we're serial monogamists meaning we are able to have a lot of monogamous relationships 
but not one long-term one. And I'm, right. I'm, I think if I was going to put myself in a belief system of the, can we do, can we be monogamous? Does it work? I would probably think more so along that line. I think on average people can be monogamous, but for 60 years, 20 years, the timing is, right. um, is the big thing. Now, remember, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, we live a lot longer now. So if you're getting married mm-hmm. at 22 and you're dying at 80, you know, your monogamy for six yeah. years is a lot harder to do than when people were dying at 35. You know, you got right. together maybe in your teen years, you had the family, um, the kids were helping on the farm, the, the family unit, you needed it for kind of survival. Um, and then yep. if your husband dies at 35, well, you know what? Monogamy for 15 years isn't that hard. Monogamy right. for 60 years. <laughs> now that's a whole other ball game. Um, right. See, and I think to myself, if I find myself in a long-term relationship and something was missing in that area and, you know, one of us were not happy, um, I don't know if I'd be a candidate to say, you know what, go sow your wild oats (laughs) and you'll come (laughs) back to me. I think that would be, for me, would be kind of like, I think this relationship has run its course. If we can't create that together, I think it would be really hard for me to think that I can keep it together. But that's, you know, that's debatable too, right? I've never been that person to say, okay, like, let's step outside of the relationship. I'm not sure. That would be interesting to see how that would work for people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think if your your spouse says, I'm not maybe meeting those needs, why don't you go and and have that time? Get yourself a hall pass, whether it's for seven days or six months or go do that as long as you come back to me. Now, my thing is that I always said this because I'm very, you know, my relationships are very like mind body connection. I need the full thing. I'm very into one person. I mm-hmm. felt like even if I had a hall pass, if I find, find or found somebody that, you know, was firing on all those levels for me, mm. how do you not fall in love then? Because if it's for some right. people, it's just sex, right? So if it's just right. sex, they're saying, you know what? I'm bored. I'm completely in love with my husband. I just want some variety. I'm going to meet some hot 25-year-old on Tinder and take right. care of that. But yep. if it becomes where all of a sudden, what if you meet somebody and it's supposed to be a one-time deal and all of a sudden you realize, well, we have a lot in common. I actually like this mm-hmm. How do you draw that line between it being, I'm just taking care of this part sexually, coming back to my, my monogamous relationship. And I guess that, you know, monogamous is in quotation marks because then again, is that monogamy? What is that? Right. Um, right. You know, it, it, it complicates things. I would worry about that if I let my spouse or my partner go and experience something else. So he wasn't bored. Mm. Well, I wonder if that speaks to the fact that, you know, maybe Exactly. That maybe we aren't meant to be with just one person. That if you can find, like, if there's, if there are all kinds of, like, who knows, maybe, you know, numerous, lovely, deep, you know, growing, learning relationships out there for you, that there are these people that you could connect with on a deep level, you know, checks all the boxes. If there's a whole bunch of people that, that are going to, you know, make your life better that are going to teach you things about yourself that are going to, you know, increase and better your well-being. then why, why would you want to deprive yourself of that? And why would you even want to deprive a spouse of that? Mm-hmm. If there, so then, I mean, I guess then you get into the idea of, well, you know, instead of seromonogamy, then, you know, polyamory, right. Where there's people who, 
who kind of recognize that and say, you know what, actually, yeah, it's not only about the sex. It's not just about going out and, you know, getting laid by some hot person because I'm bored with you every now and then. But actually, like, yeah, I do recognize that there are, there's more than one person out there that can, you know, really do it for me, that I can really connect with. And it's really amazing. And I, and I love them. And that I can love more than one person at one time. And so what's wrong with that? And why well, can't we recognize that? And why can't we all have that? Well, then that becomes, you know, like, obviously, that is a poly amorous right. relationship and I was I mentioned that on Facebook the other day that I was watching that docu the docu-series on Netflix about the fundamental fundamentalist Mormon polygamous right. family from Utah sure yeah and what was interesting about that that now these people are raised it's part of their religion for the husband mm-hmm. to have you know the more wives the better for him he's he right. a higher level of heaven um yeah. and you know so he has a few wives and right. there, and a lot of those wives grew up in that as well. So it's something that is, is you know, um, part of. Well, there's nature versus nurture, right? So if you grew mm-hmm. up in it, um, but interesting in lo- enough, almost all the women were jealous and miserable, <laughs> right? And yes. I'm like, okay, so if this is your yeah. religion, you were raised that way, you saw your father that way, you've chosen to be in it, but there's jealousy. Then that in itself, like. Jealousy is an interesting emotion. And I know that's, you know, they're supposed to work through it as part of, you know, becoming better, you know, human beings in the eyes of the Lord. Um, Mm. But I thought that was kind of fascinating where, you know, I think if I was raised that way, I'd be probably more open and less jealous. But yet they were jealous of the time of the way he treated the other woman. You know, one of them was pregnant and so he's kissing her and going to shack up with the other one for a day or two. And he was hormonal and upset because, of course, she would like her husband there while she's tired and like eight months pregnant. And he's he's banging another chick, right? Another one. So that made me think, you know, if there's jealousy and so much kind of they had to work at it, they had to work Mm. on a polyamorous relationship. As much, right. if not more, as a monogamous relationship. Right. Because they were struggling. Sure. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, part of, you know, that does make my skin crawl a little bit. But um, I think that maybe there's other, also other factors at play there. I'm, I'm you know, I don't know how... Uh, you know, like equality operates in that kind of a situation where there's yeah, like one man and a bunch she, of women uh, yeah. and that kind of, yeah. And, and so I were able to have a second husband so he can help out with the kids. Exactly. And so when right. I'm talking about a polyamorous relationship or a polyamorous, you know, kind of quote unquote community or a group of people, you know, I'm thinking of it as, you know, several men and several women kind of thing that both everybody is open to kind of everything. And everyone realizes that, you know, everyone has lots of people that can mean something to them in this life. And this brings up the kind of question of soulmates, I think. And, um, you know, that is there just this one person that's, you know, meant for us and they're so perfect, but, or, you know what, I could actually find six people that really are amazing and I connect with on a very deep level. And so why shouldn't I I be able to enjoy all of those people and they can also enjoy, you know, like I, yeah. I think I would like to be 
the wife with eight husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I need one to do the lawns, one to massage my feet. But you know, yeah, now you're that, talking. I'm on the same page. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I think we should just start that kind of little cult. I think it's about sure. time. Sure. Yeah. It's about time. Because sometimes I feel like what I'm looking for is it possible in one man? Because I need him to be so many things. Right. Maybe not. Yes. Maybe and you and I have talked before, right? Yeah. This is the answer to all my problems. I'm actually looking for five. That's right. You know, that's an right. intellectual, you, yes. an artistic one, one that plays, you know, if one that sings, one that sings would be nice. Mm, um, yeah. One that's really funny and witty. One that's just yeah. like eye candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about that before, right? Like, do you say, I mean, quote unquote, settle because does that person exist that, yeah, checks off all the boxes, right? And that, yeah, like... The verdict's still out. The verdict's still out. The verdict is absolutely still out. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you either get, like... Yeah, because we've, you know, both of our experience has been you get a guy that, like, like really, really overwhelmingly checks off, like, a bunch of major boxes for you that are big deal. Yeah. But there's also, like, maybe one or two other things that are also really big deals and they and just they're missing. Yeah. And you're exactly. Like, Damn it. like, am I yes. right now or am I exactly picky? are my, you know, is my list like too crazy? Right. Oh, for sure. And, and I, and I, I, I'm, yeah, the verdict's out, you know, I'm, I'm, I remember having this conversation a few years ago um, with a you know couple friends and, and one lady in particular who's older than me. And I said to her, I'm like, do you think you can have it all? Like that you can have that person who checks all those boxes. And she was in her late fifties and she said, you know what? I've never had it. And um, I don't know if it exists. And I was like, okay, now some people will probably say, I have it with my husband, but I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. Right. (laughs) You got to say that you're stuck. Right. Um, Yeah. But you know, listen, it's probably possible. And I hope so. I hope so. Cause, and, and for those people who do have it, if they have it, I think how blessed they are. Um, but yeah, I'm, I promised myself, I said, you know what, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it exists that mm. I can check all those boxes off in one human being. I think maybe a lot of people figure that they can't have it. So they do settle and maybe around yeah. the corner was somebody who literally ticked all those boxes, yeah. but I don't know because right. it you depends never know. again yeah. on your personality. Some people are very simple. And they don't need somebody, you know, with high intelligence or a good conversation list or somebody who's funny or witty, plus great in bed, plus, you know, career driven, plus loves to travel, whatever. Right. right. Yes. Honestly, like, yes. the, le- yeah. the more simple you are, um, the, the easier it is to find someone. Now, if you're a little complex and you're like, I need him to read and write and play music and love to travel and be funny and have great conversation skills and have be spiritual and like we're, you know, expecting a lot right. from one yeah. person because I think we're, we're multifaceted too. So it's a bit right. of a needle in a haystack, right? So then it boils down to that. Can, does it exist in one person? And if it doesn't, then I don't think it's possible to be happy in a sense with one person for 60 years. If you have forfeited maybe a third of who you are or of what you desire, when you settled on the person who had maybe three quarters or a half of what you were looking for. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Thank God. We're I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's right. I mean, I can't even think of, you know, 
you know, people that I met when I was on Tinder and people who are still friends now and people that I, you know, found to be really lovely people that you would think like, oh, on Tinder, everybody's just there for one thing. Right. But I mean, people that you, that I met that, yeah, that you just had a deep connection with and really got along with and, and mean something to you and you mean something to them, like still to this day, even if you aren't seeing each other anymore, even if, you know, you just talk on the phone, but like, there's something there and that, you know, I, I was, you know, really only on Tinder for any, you know, any great volume or for a few months. And, um, so within those few months, like meeting people who, yeah, were really great. And so you think, well, okay, is there just, do you want to just limit yourself to finding one person and that's it? Or look at all of these other awesome people that are out there to teach you who knows what, or to help you realize whatever about yourself that maybe you wouldn't have ever learned from another person. You know, so I just think that there's, there are lots of beautiful souls out there. I think that, that maybe that you, that you miss, that you just totally miss out on. Right. Right. And I know in a monogamous relationship. And I agree with that because I actually really enjoy male friendships and I really enjoy the masculine energy. And one thing I do love about being, you know, not tied to one person is, you know, that I love just to have male friends. I love to talk to men and, and, you know, they're just, I love them. I think they're, men are amazing, amazing people and you can have such interesting conversation with them. It's a different perspective on life. And I know when I am in a relationship, um, you know, I still have my good male friends that, you know, have been around for a long time and whoever I'm with understands that those are just friendships and nothing to worry about. But, you know, sometimes you do, you might meet some new person and you're not even maybe looking at them sexually or, or you're not looking at cheating or anything, but you're like, well, that's a really cool person. I would love right. to talk to that person, but you know, I'm in a relationship and that's going to be frowned upon. And then yeah. you miss out on the male feminine friendships, which, right. you know, in a way is a whole other podcast. I want to talk about right. men and women yes. really be friends. Is it really that, possible? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it really possible? Yeah. Like that's been just a huge debate with me and a lot of people for a long, long time. So that's a podcast in itself. But yeah. I do know that. I love those friendships. And if you are just with one person, you do miss out on meeting those beautiful souls. Now, right. side note from that, I'm noticing a really big trend with the whole new age kind of, you know, um, maybe the new age trend of relationships, which is a lot of that, like being open for both people to be able to be less restrictive, um, mm-hmm. allowing each other to have, you know, exploring friendships or relationships outside of one in- one another, which doesn't necessarily have to be in a sexual relationship, but that you are free to have, you know, interactions with other people. Cause a lot of times when you're married, right. that's like, you can't do that. Cause that's, that is, um, it's a threat to, you know, the union. Right. So a lot of people right. don't want, yep. um, somebody else sniffing around rightfully. So, cause it, it does make your relationship or marriage vulnerable. If there's some hot friend that they have, you know, right. Um, yep. but, um, I think I'm noticing that a lot and I've heard a lot of men say, you know, especially this year, the few people that I've spoken to um, were saying that they don't know if they'll ever get married. They don't, this is from from a lot of men um, Mm -hmm. that I've heard, you know, they don't know if they'll get married. They don't know if they believe in long-term, they don't know if it's even worth putting that out there as an option. So it's kind of like, let's just see how things go. So there's, right. again, that serial 
monogamy more so you know mm-hmm. like I want to be free you want to be free let's just enjoy this for however long that's right yeah <laughs> yeah you get both you get that safety and security for a time yeah and you get the nice excitement and passion at the beginning yeah right and you get it they're and then it's that's right I'm and then it's done and you're like is for a while on to the next yeah yep yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't mind that for the stage I'm in my life right now. Like, I don't need things to last forever at this stage. However, eventually, as you get older, don't we all want to grow old with someone? Right. Like, I don't want to be, it's sure. like, we're not going to be at Tinder swiping at 60, right. <laughs> you know, then you're just lonely. Oh, gosh. Yes. And the companionship yes. and the friendship is really important. Yes. So aren't we all maybe just looking yep. to lock someone down to grow old with? Oh, gosh. But why does it, I mean, then there's the question of, well, why does it have to be someone of the opposite sex? Like, why can't you just end up living with a best friend? I want golden girls. Yeah, I I mean, I posted posted a story a couple times now. Which one would be? Dorothy, Blanche, Sophia. (laughs) 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 I'd rather be Sophia. You'd be Sophia. I'd be Sophia. I'd be the cynical little. Yeah, you'd be. (laughs) I'd totally be like, I'd be calling my, I'd be calling Blanche a slut for sure. (laughs) Yeah, let's. How about? Yeah, I'm not gonna comment who I'd be. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and I'm not gonna suggest one either. Because that would be right. um, yeah, let's have a truce. Yeah. If we're not married, and we don't find the long term right. shit, do you want to be golden girls? I will totally be a golden girl with you, Marquetta. Okay, who yeah. else? Are, okay, we're gonna wrap this up, and when we get off the phone, we're gonna decide who else is gonna be in our golden girl pack. Yeah, and um, I'm going to get us all jackets and <laughs> okay. we're going to have promise rings that no one marry us and longevity, not work in relationships. We're getting a pad in South Florida. This gets better and better. I I'm love like, it. I, you know, I always love that idea. I'm like, I would so do that. Yeah. I yeah. want a golden girl setup. That's it. Who needs men? Obsolete. Golden girls. You got it. You got okay. it. Been there. Done that. We're good. We've done an hour. Just over an hour. I think that's good touch yeah. some interesting topics mm-hmm. no conclusions i think but that's okay i don't think there can be conclusions in this yeah yeah right i think it would be weird yep. to have a conclusion some things are just debatable. they're in, in they're debatable they're individual in this day and age where everybody's trying to be right or wrong and have a you know black and white answer yeah causing mm-hmm. so much division and everywhere i'm just like you know what you do you boo as long as you're happy and you're honest with yourself and everybody around you you want to go out of <laughs> six husbands you go and do you <laughs> that's right that's the takeaway it's the message the takeaway. Go own your you. own your shit own your shit and do you own your shit do just don't you. hurt anybody don't hurt anybody good. be honest wear a condom all right <laughs> peace out thanks for joining see ya okay bye bye